0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 2. Well, technically this is episode 2 in the same week as episode 1. Episode 1 came out on Thursday, so and I thought, you know, maybe this is going to be a new norm because obviously we have Thursday Night Football, and if I don't remember to talk about it on Monday or Tuesday... Then I was just, I was just sitting there, and I was like, you know what? I should make two a week. So, I mean, hey, let's get started. So, Thursday night football was honestly, people thought it was gonna be a a dud of a game, but in reality, it was really good. Like, I mean, I didn't watch it. The only thing I could watch was highlights, and then just go on ESPN and like the game cash tracker and all that. But I mean, short short to say, Washington wins nail-biter. They won with zero time left on the clock, and um, I forgot who their kicker is. I'm too lazy right now to do research. I forgot, but people will probably tell me, or I'll learn it later on. But, misses a 48-yard field goal first, and then the Giants... The Giants, in this game, I would say they did Daniel Jones wrong, because... This is the best game I think I've seen Daniel Jones play in a long time, but we'll get into we'll we'll get into Daniel Jones and player stats in a little bit but so I forgot who it was I think his name was Lawrence, and he jumped off sides for a neutral zone infraction, so they got to move it up five yards so Washington's kicker had another chance at the kick, and he makes it obviously forty three yards final scores thirty to twenty nine and Washington gets a division win that, honestly, looking at it, I think New York should have won this game. But the only problem was it's just, I mean, the mental mistakes were there. You couldn't really fix those. But to me, it's, it, it's, it's hard because Daniel Jones – had two forty nine passing yards, a passing touchdown, ninety five rushing yards, and a rushing touchdown. Which, yeah, two forty nine doesn't sound like a lot, but the fact that he almost got a hundred rushing yards, Daniel Jones, almost got a hundred rushing yards, and I he would have had he would have had over a hundred yards if that one play he did didn't get brought back. But the fact that in this game, someone said I forgot who it was, but someone said. The fact that Daniel Jones can switch from looking like Michael Vick to Peyton Manning is insane. But does this also raise into question those of you who have fantasy, if you drafted the Washington defense like I did, you're starting to look at their defense and say they let up 29 points to the Giants. And they didn't – they really didn't play that well. And I mean, I think Saquon had 55 yards, which – Again, he's coming back from an injury. I'm not trying to like put a lot of put a lot of weight on Saquon Barkley because you know it's not fair because once you return from an ACL injury or something like that, like obviously you're not going to be a hundred percent. But the thing is, at the same time, Saquon has to keep working his way back up to being because right now I don't think he's a top five running back in the league. I think he's definitely top ten, but I don't think he's top five in the league. But here's here's the real thing I, and this is my last section about the Giants before we move on to how Washington well how Washington side perform but is like I don't know it's hard to say where they all rank it's it's always hard with the NFC East whenever they play each other because some games they look really really dominant and then other games like Like this one, honestly, everyone thought Washington's defense was going to lock down Daniel Jones. There was going to be no run game. There wasn't going to be, like, really anything in – like, anything there. So, like, now that we see that the Giants' defense can actually harass Washington and now that we see that Daniel Jones does have this, you know, second gear to him, can he – the question I think Giants fans are asking mainly is – can he continue this moving forward I don't know who their next game is and we'll probably talk about this me and Bobby will probably talk about this on Thursday or no on uh Tuesday when we recover week when we go over week 2 it'll be a question that I bring up to him cuz obviously for those of you listening it's just me so there we go but that's fine so but I'll bring that question up to him and it's not it's not a question of are the Giants talented enough? Because I think they're very talented with the roster that they put together. It's just can Daniel Jones be that guy? Because if people don't remember, he is in his third year. He was drafted in the same class as Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, um I mean Dwayne Haskins. But the thing is, when we're looking at this, when you look at Kyler Murray and Josh Allen and how they their careers have like started like in their third year, well, We don't know about their third years, but in their second years, they've, um, Kyler Murray was a dominant double threat. He could run, he could pass, he could lob it up to DeAndre Hopkins, you know, he could keep the game close, he could, he could definitely score, scramble, he can do it all, but then when you look at Josh Allen, second place in MVP voting, um... Had led led the Bills to their first AFC championship in, like, a couple decades. So when you really look at it, when you look at those two quarterbacks and then you look at Daniel Jones and where he's gone, it it's kind of hard because the Giants, Giants fans are kind of expecting Daniel Jones to be a Josh Allen, a... Um, a Josh Allen, a Kyler Murray. I mean, the only one he's better than, and I can say this definitively, is Dwayne Haskins, and I think Washington fans can agree with that. But but that's just what I think. And I think this is going to be – this year and next year are going to be Daniel Jones is like, hey, like we built the roster around you. We got you a new coach. We brought a new system in here. It's time for you to like show us why we drafted you or say, like why did we take you at eight? you know i believe and i think they traded up too i don't remember but but yeah so speaking of washington um tyler heineke had a very good passing day 336 yards two touchdowns and an interception not to mention his number one receiver terry mclaurin had 11 receptions 107 yards and a touchdown I bring two questions that I'm going to basically discuss and you you at um you at home, at school, wherever you're listening to this, you can also think about this too. Where does Terry McLaurin rank among wide receivers? Is he top 10? Is he top 15? Is he like where do you like rank him? Because right now I think he's in the top 15. I don't think he's top 10. And there's going to be a day where I do a ranking of all my like position players and all that and where I think they rank but for me I think he's good but it's just he's also in his third season he was the same draft class as Daniel Jones and all of them so but that's where the bigger question comes in does does Terry McLaurin prove or does Terry McLaurin have what it takes to move into the top 10 or even a top five wide receiver in the league I mean, obviously, he's had so many different quarterbacks thrown to him so far, even in year three. He's had different quarterbacks. He's had, you know, different systems now. And it's just, what, like, can't... Is this his prove-it year to them? Because he is... he. I think he is a very good receiver, and I think his ceiling is top five. Like, I think he can be as good as Julio, as good as Devontae, as good as... Um, DeAndre Hopkins, like, I think he can be one of those top receivers. It's just, to me, I think it all depends on the quarterback who's throwing to him. But, and that leading into quarterback, for Washington fans, for just general NFL fans just watching, is Taylor, is it Taylor or Tyler? I don't remember. I should have looked this up before, but I think it's Tyler. Is Heineke the future for Washington, or do they need to pick up another quarterback? The reason why I say this is because, he he got them the win, yes. But when you want to take a look at how he was playing and how he was playing late down the stretch. He made one error that led only to a Giants field goal, which goes back into the goes back into the point is Daniel Jones really is like is Daniel Jones like that guy or do we have to like baby him still? But Heineke, I believe, is a good situational player. I don't think he's, I don't think he's like special when it comes to like, oh, like he's the next talented guy like Kyler Murray or um, Josh Allen or uh, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson. Like, I don't think he's one of those. I think he's more of like a Tannehill. He's more of like a Garoppolo. I honestly think he's a system quarterback. Personally, that's just what I think he is. I mean, did he get the win? Yes. But did he have a costly interception, and did Daniel Jones not capitalize with the touchdown? Because the thing is, is all the – James, I think, yeah, Heineke threw a pick to James Bradbury with, like, four minutes left. Four or two minutes left. I think it was two. But so then the Giants start driving, and they – They get stalled out. So they, what do they have to do? They have to kick a field goal. So that's what they did, and it gave enough Tyler, it gave Heineke enough time to drive down the field, get them in field goal range, and the Giants just made another mental error with the whole offside or yeah neutral zone infraction, neutral zone infraction, and it just set them up for the win. But like, where does this game rank among Thursday night football so far? I mean, I would say the. Cowboys Bucks game was better, but this game was close too. And I, but next week I think we're we'll having another boring one, and then the week after that we have another boring one. So hopefully those games are close, but I don't think this one was the whole like, you know, I don't think this was like the snooze fest that people thought it was going to be. It was actually a really good game if you cared for either of these teams, but even and before. So the next thing that I'm going to talk about is, or the next thing I'm going to discuss on is um, this new segment that I'm going to have. And it's basically NFL pick So I'm going to pick who I think is going to win each matchup, give you some players to watch in each one, give you some, you know, my game of the week, what I think it's going to be. But before we get to that, yes, this is a podcast by myself, but I still got to sell out. So I still got to play. I still got to play the sponsorship. So we'll be back in a second and welcome back. So this week, obviously, we, the first few weeks, until we get to like week four, week five, teams won't have buys, so there'll be a lot of teams that are, you know, slated to play, so let's just honestly, like, let's really just get into it. So first game, the New England play, ugh, wow, wow, I am so sorry. The New England Patriots play the New York Jets. My pick, obviously, being a Patriot fan, but also just seeing how each team played last week, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Player to watch in this game, um, I would honestly say watch for Mac Jones. Watch, It's a good rookie duel. It's Mac Jones versus Zach Wilson, one, two versus 15, but I feel like Mac Jones showed me a lot of promise in his last game against Miami, and I feel like if Josh McDaniels play calls around him more, then I feel like I definitely feel like Um the Patriots will put up he'll I'll I'll say this. I think Mac Jones will have one more than one passing touchdown in this game. So that's my player to watch. Uh the New Orleans Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. My pick is honestly New Orleans. I think Jameis Winston I'm telling you right now, like I said in my la in the episode on Tuesday, Jameis Winston has shown a lot since he's since he's um mentored under Drew Brees. And I feel like after picking apart the Green Bay defense, I think he can do the same against I honestly feel like he can do the same against um against the Panthers. So my pick is the Saints. Next is Bears versus Bengals. My player to watch, honestly, is Justin Fields. I I My pick is the Bengals, but I would say I think the Bengals go up big and then we finally start seeing more Justin Fields time. So I wouldn't say start him. I would say look at who's playing and look at really like how the Bears' offense is performing. If Andy Dolan isn't getting it done, expect Justin Fields to get in for more than a few drives. But my pick is the Bengals. Texans versus Browns, my pick is the Browns. I think... The Browns are going to Tyrod Taylor, and we did not talk about this. Me and Bobby did not talk about this on um, on a Tuesday, but Tyrod Taylor played really well. But the reason why is because he played the the Jacksonville the Jaguars. So I was kind of hesitant to talk about it because I didn't think that you know he was gonna he was gonna really like like do that well. But I would say player to watch for that game is definitely Tyrod Taylor and how he will perform. But my pick is the Browns. Rams versus Colts. Honestly, the whole player, I would say players to watch, is that Rams defense, personally. Because Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald are both elite threat level players. And they tormented the Bears last week. But my issue here is the Colts, how will Carson Wentz do now? Because the Colts have a rough back-to-back. They had the Seahawks first, and now they have the Rams. And for me, it's it's a very tough... It's not a tough pick. I'm going with the Rams. But for me, it's the Colts. If the Colts win this game, don't be surprised. But it'll have to take a lot for the Colts to win. But my pick is the Rams. Broncos versus Jaguars. Uh, I say Broncos win. I think Teddy Bridgewater gets it done. I think... Again, I think the... Broncos defense gives gives Trevor Lawrence a lot of, basically, I think they basically put him through hell, and yeah, I think, I think the Broncos are going to win that game. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, I think the Bills are going to win. I think, I would expect Josh Allen to have a bounce back week from last week. I would expect Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs to both, you know, come alive that game, even though... Miami secondary is very good, but I just think Josh Allen away. I think Josh Allen, like, after losing to the Steelers, I feel like Josh Allen kind of wants to say, like, hey, like, like I'm, still, I'm still good. I was number two in MVP last year, so I'm trying to win that MVP this year. I'm trying to go to the Super Bowl this year, but is that going to happen? I don't know. Time will only tell. but my pick is the Bills. And now my game of the week is uh, 49ers versus Eagles. The reason why I'm saying this, and there's one player that I'm circling on this, on each of these teams, it's both of their number one receivers, Devontae Smith and Debo Samuel. The reason why I'm circling them is because each of them had big games last week. The issue is the issue that I see with both of these teams. And I feel like both of these teams, well, I think the 49ers are going to run more than you think because the Eagles don't have any linebackers any good linebackers, and normally whenever a team plays, whenever teams play the Eagles, they normally run the ball. But that can mean the Eagles stack the box, and then that leaves Debo Samuel, who was also in the same draft class as Daniel Jones, which interesting how those third-year guys are starting to come alive. But my pick is the Eagles, though. I think the Eagles are going to take it, especially if it's in Philly. I think the Eagles are going to take it. Uh, Raiders versus Steelers. My pick is uh, the Steelers but my player to watch is Derek Carr. Derek Carr on Monday Night Football showed us that we should put him on notice, but now this game is the time for him to actually show why we need to put him on notice. If he comes out and even if they lose the game, but if he comes out, I'm not saying he needs to get 400 yards again. I'm saying if he at least puts up a decent game, makes the right reads, doesn't make many errors, keeps it close with the Steelers, then I would say, you know what? I think this is Derek Carr's year. I don't think the Raiders are going to make it to the playoffs, but I think that Derek Carr is definitely stepping up and being what the Raiders wanted him to be for so long. But with that being said, I think my pick is the Steelers. Next game, Vikings versus Cardinals. My pick is the Cardinals. The reason for the the player to watch is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray last week picked apart the Titans' defense. I think he's going to do the same this week. The reason why I'm saying this is... One, he has, it's his second year with DeAndre Hopkins. He knows DeAndre Hopkins a little bit more. Plus, not to mention, that Cardinals defense locked Derrick Henry down. So it's not like the Vikings have a – like Dalvin Cook could easily get locked down. I don't, know, I don't know Arizona's corners very well, so I don't know how they'll do against Justin, Jeffery, Justin Jefferson. But, but I think the Cardinals defense will have it on lock. I think Kyler Murray, if he plays like he did against Tennessee, I think the Cardinals breeze by them easily. Next game is Falcons versus Buccaneers. I'm obviously going to pick the Buccaneers. The Falcons just, man, after a new system, bringing in a new coach, I just, I don't know. I think I think this is the final week of if we can determine if Matt Ryan is good enough for this team still. But to me, I think the Bucs win and... Basically, I think the Bucks win by by a lot, so that's just my pick. Uh, player to watch don't really have one for this game. I feel like if you want to watch a player, well, I would watch Tom Brady just to see how he performs against a lowly team like the Falcons again. But next game is Cowboys versus Chargers. Chargers had a very good week one against Washington. Cowboys looked very good against. The Bucks, but my pick this week is actually uh, Dallas. I think Dallas has what it takes to get it done. If Dak Prescott and all of them stay, if Dak Prescott stays healthy and he finds Amari Cooper like he did against Tampa Bay, I think this time I think the Cowboys win. I just feel like the Chargers are young. Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert going into a second year is good. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like the team itself is young. You got young O linemen You got young. You got young defensive guys. You have some defensive guys who've missed time. Derwin James, you know. So, I would say in this case, I would say the Cowboys win. Next pick or next game, uh, Titans versus Seahawks. My pick is Seattle. I would have picked Tennessee, but the way that Tennessee played against the way that Tennessee played against Arizona, I would start to question if Tennessee is actually a contender. But with that being said, my player to watch is Derrick Henry. There is no way Derrick Henry is getting held under I think it was six yeah, under 60 yards again. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think if you want to watch someone and if you're gonna start someone, if you have Derrick Henry on your fantasy team, I would still start him this week. I don't think Seattle I don't think Seattle has the linebackers or the D-linemen to really slow him down. So, and this is gonna be the week, I still think Seattle's gonna win. But if Tennessee drops to 0-2 I really think this is gonna start to be like, hey, like, are t- is Tennessee for real? They have all these weapons, they have all these, they have all these weapons. They spent a lot on players, and now they're basically losing. You know, so to me, this is gonna be the Tennessee must-win week, and it's only week two, because if you can't beat teams like Arizona and you can't beat teams like Seattle, who are normally contenders, well, Seattle, Arizona, in recent years. But if you can't beat a team like Seattle, then I don't know if you're really a contender in my eye. So that's just my thoughts on that game. Next is the Sunday night football game with Chiefs versus Ravens. My pick is the Chiefs. Player to watch is Lamar Jackson. I feel like he's, gonna, he, he's taking this uh, Monday night football loss a little to heart. Because obviously he, they should have scored probably. But they didn't, and it caused Derek Carr to get a chance to win the game. And when the opportunity was in Derek Carr's hands, he made it happen. So I feel like he's gonna come out and try to prove to everyone else that like, hey, like I just came into, I just beat the Chiefs. Like I just beat the team that like made it to the Super Bowl. Like we couldn't get past them. Now I'm gonna show the world why I can get past them and why I'm still gonna be talked as as one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But with that being said, I think, Kansas, I think Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, I think that defense too. I think all of them are, I really do think that all of them are going to be too much for Baltimore to handle. Especially with all the injuries that Baltimore sustained. With torn ACLs from Marcus Peters to J.K. Dobbins and all of them. So I feel like the Chiefs do win still. Next is Monday Night Football. Now this is going to be a very tough one to pick because it's Lions versus Green Bay. The reason why I'm saying it's tough to pick is cuz when you first looked at last week, you thought the Saints were going to beat the you thought the Saints were going to beat the Packers. No questions asked. Or no, sorry. You thought the Packers were going to beat the Saints. Yeah. The Saints are going to meet the Packers. No. Sorry. I got a text and I got completely distracted. Sorry. Packers meet Packers would beat the Saints. And then Sunday hit and you're like Aaron Rodgers got benched. It doesn't look good in Green Bay. It's just to me it's It's hard to pick this one because the Lions the Lions did stay in touch with uh, the 49ers last week. They had to come back, but they still like kept it close. My pick is Green Bay because I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna get it back and get it back into his groove. Or if not, put Jordan Love in and let's see what he can do. Because you can't really rely on Aaron Rodgers if he's keep if he keeps Going in, going out, if he's not if he's not fully in the door, I can't trust that. So if I'm if I'm Matt LaFleur, I'm thinking of, hey, if Aaron Rodgers starts like playing bad in like the first, second, I might put Jordan Love in. Or if he starts playing bad in the first, like a few turnovers in here here and there, I'm gonna put in Jordan Love. And Monday night football might be the time that we see, you know, we might see Jordan Love. That's I think that's just gonna be my prediction, but Obviously, next. Now, none of these are final, obviously. I'm not saying, like, oh, this team is going to win. This is just my predictions. And next Thursday, we'll go through them and I'll give you, give the listeners my record. And if what I'm saying is true, or what if people are just like, all right, now you're just trying to. If you're just kind of wrong here, you know? And I could be wrong. All of these could be wrong. Are most, are all of them going to be wrong? Probably not. Are all of them going to be right, though? If I can get. I'll say this if I get one if I get one week entirely right and it here's the thing I know a bunch of you listen, I will personally give a hundred dollars to a random to a random listener of my podcast. if I get all sixteen no if I get all games correct, including. The Thursday night game too. So next Tuesday, when me and Bobby talk, we'll give our predictions for Thursday night football. So I have to get Thursday, Sunday, all of Sunday's games right, and all of Monday games. And then I will give one of my listeners $100. I will give one of my listeners $100. So to list them off again, my team, my winners are Patriots, Saints, Bengals, Browns, Rams, Broncos, Bills, Eagles, Steelers, Cardinals, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Seahawks, Chiefs, Packers. I I won't say it counts for this week. I'll say it counts too for this week because I was going to pick Washington to win. So we'll say that's the first one that's right. But the thing is, like I said, before we leave here, or before I leave and end this, if I get all of them correct, I will give one of my listeners $100. So... If you want to help one of your friends out, tell them to listen to this podcast. Tell them, like, hey, you want a free $100? Have this person get it all right, you know? But then again, share this podcast. Listen to it. Uh, my Instagram is at Kyle underscore Deedman. If you even have, like, questions for me, too, like, go to my Instagram. Follow me, Kyle, at, again, at Kyle underscore Deedman. Follow me, you know, um... DM me with questions, I post questions too sometimes on my on my Instagram stories, so you can answer those, you know, but just share, obviously share all that, but other than that, yeah, let's have a good, uh, let's have a good football Sunday, but with that being said, thank you again for listening to TK Sportscast, Kyle out.